Hey, Peppin. Hip, hoppity, hippity, hippity. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? Whoa, are you the Sugar Hill Gang? The Sugar Hill Gang? I sure am. I'm not sure where they are, but I embody them. They were on a boat last time I heard. Oh, yeah? I wonder if that boat crashed. Well, that's kind of pessimistic. I mean, it would be a little messed up, but I, I can't say it would more than death because I don't know who they are. <laughs> well, what would happen if the, what would happen if they were on a, like stuck on an island? Well, that would be pretty interesting. I mean, I'd read a book about that. I mean, there's this great book I read once, and it seems like it'd be really difficult. But you know, I think I could do it. Maybe. Are you sure? Not, not really. Kind of. Oh, Nate. We need to talk. Was that Sugar Hill Gang? I think it was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, you were singing their song. <laughs> what? The, the hip-hop song? It's from the Sugar Hill Gang. I don't. I don't, don't know. remember singing. You were singing that song. The hip, 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 hop. Uh, don't oh. stop. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of a Kangaroo Jack reference. Oh, Jesus! Is that Kangaroo Jack? Is, is that who, who sings Fuck, the song? Dude. No, Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> shitty ass movie for with like awful kangaroo CGI. Yeah, that probably had the Sugar Hill Gang song as part of their movie at some point. Yeah, it was it's like, like well, he doesn't sing it. <laughs> it was like the hip hop, hippity hip, dip 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 dip. Well, maybe that's a different song then. <laughs> Welcome back! So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend Nathan Peppin. How's it going today, Peppin? I am doing well, and I'm feeling alive like a kangaroo. How about you? Oh, meter? like I'm feeling alive like a Shrek. Shrek. Today we're going to talk about being stranded on a desert island. Whew. I mean, that seems like quite the topic, and mm -hmm. it's actually something I've thought a little bit about here because uh, me and my girlfriend have been watching this show called Survivor. Yeah. It's, it's like a show about like people who have to survive on an island, the TV crew filming them and stuff, and they do challenges. The newest, are you watching the newest season? Yes. Nick Stewart worked on that. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like really like impressed with that. I thought it was like so cool. Yeah. And so what would so are we talking about if you're stranded on Survivor or if you're stranded on an island by yourself or you and your girlfriend? So let's let's cover a couple of different scenarios here because I think what you would do would depend on the exact scenario. Of so of course, let's just start out like by yourself, right? Let's say you're on a mm -hmm. ship or on a plane, something happens, blah blah blah. You end up on this desert island, and let's say it's kind of like the island you see on Survivor, which is kind of like a, uh, it's almost like a tropical island, palm trees, got some coconuts, uh, nothing that will like, it's not like a super dangerous island, but it's pretty dangerous. Uh, okay. So, what I'm trying to say is it's survivable, and it's not necessarily going to kill you within like a minute. Okay. So what, what would be your first uh, line of action if, if you were put in that situation? Find clean water. Find clean water? Uh, if it's within two hours of sunset, start building shelter. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but finding clean water is my number one priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that might make sense because the, the number one was the number one killer is dehydration. You can go without the food for one, like weeks. The number one killer is sharks. You know that sharks. Sharks. They're the number. It's an. It's sharks. Then heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then shark attacks. Shark attacks. It, that's like it's when sharks attack. No, <laughs> sharks attacking your heart. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going like I don't know different direction with that. No, not on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, water makes a lot of sense. I think uh, I'm trying to put myself in this situation because. I would probably first try to figure out where the heck I am. I think mm-hmm. that'd be my number one because, you know, what if there's like some tropical resort, like, you know, right down the way and I just like start trying to go into survival mode because I'm too stupid to look around. So I think doing some basic looking around, maybe finding like a high, uh, a high hill or some sort of area we can get a lookout would be number one. And then I could use that to identify a plan, like whether it be, you know, there's some fresh water over there or, oh, hey, there's like a, a hut right there. You know, let's go over to that. So I think that'd be my first plan of action. And then from there, I think I would probably do similar to you. Honestly, I probably wouldn't think to do water first because I'm stupid, but that would be the most sensible action. Is there a video game called Survival? Just that's all it's called. Uh, Ark Survival. No, not Ark. Um, video game because I would really like to have a okay I'm gonna make a game it's just called survival and you it so there's a there's this desert island and you're stranded on it you wake up on this island and you just gotta try and try and survive right mm-hmm. um and but you can play it you play it with somebody else but they're on they're in like a mirror of the same thing that you're on so you both like are dropped in the exact same starting position starting situation and then you see like how your strategies differ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and that could be kind of interesting it's almost like a little bit like uh there's a couple of games out there not the same sort of thing but like uh you can kind of see how other players did the same map kind of like that mm-hmm. in civilization. Sometimes they do something where like they have these challenges, they have like a single map, different people play them and they post the results of what happened during it. So that can be pretty interesting to see how people react to different like events and uh, mm. different resources, I suppose. You know, there's one, there's a game called the forest. That's kind of like that. Um, it's a little different cause there's like, like I would want this to be a little more realistic than the forest because the forest has like these supernatural like creatures that end up starting attacking you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's very similar. You have to find food. You have to make shelter. You have to stay warm. You have to find water, clean water. Um, so you can't just like go to the ocean and get water because you'll die. So there are several games like that, um, but I would want it to be pretty realistic, mm-hmm. um, not to have like that stuff happen as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the realism of surviving seems really tedious in my opinion and this kind of mm-hmm. makes it's kind of reason why i don't want to really go out in the woods and try to start surviving somewhere some people love that kind of stuff 
Like because it's, be- it's too boring. Be- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. number one, it's like, oh, I need food. Okay, let's go searching for food. You know, I need to do shelter. Yeah. Like, let's do the shelter stuff. Like, that just takes so much time and energy. It just, it just kind of seems like a waste of time, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's important in the moment, right? And maybe okay. maybe because it's pressing, but I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem something I would choose to do. Now, if I was forced in that situation, I think I don't know if my instincts would kick in or if I would just be kind of more, more confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you think you would have, like, an instinctive sense of what to do? Yeah. And how do you know that? Like, wh- wh- what makes you think that? Because I'm a hero. Okay. I'm the hero of my story. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I've, I have a minor education in, in that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have experience doing stuff like that. Um, between hunting and like building, uh, building little makeshift things in the woods to sleep in and all of that it would suck but i think i i think i would know what to do Mm -hmm. find running water and follow it is usually a good one yeah 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 I i think i would do pretty decent potentially but the problem is like i i get too clever for my own good like i think of this crazy awesome idea and then I overlook something like really obvious and stupid, and then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I I die. Essentially, what mm-hmm. would happen? Like, yeah, you'd come up with the new fish trap that's like the ultimate way to catch one fish, and then like ten feet away there would be a pool of of fish that you could just like reach in and grab one. Mm-hmm. But this fish trap would be really cool. Yep. Yep. Or, or even worse, I'd come up with some sort of let's say a fish trap, kind of what you're saying, and it would be the ultimate one. Fish could never get away from it. And then when I was taking out a fish, it would just snap on my hand and I can't get away from it. And now I die of blood loss. <laughs> oh, by your own devices. Y- y- yeah. Like, like, I think I would more effectively, you know, for lack of a better phrase, kill myself in this instance of survival oh than like yeah. have nature kill me. You'd be too peppin' for your own good. Yeah. It, yeah. But you know, I'd be very strategic, and unfortunately, I wouldn't be very environmentally friendly. Like, yeah. I would do a lot to like set up camp, and not to set up like a little camp, but I would kind of create like a little fortress, almost. I think. Yeah, the first thing I would do would be burn the forest down. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. If if you see a forest on fire, someone's coming. All someone's right. like, "What? How did that happen?" Okay, and then you get found. Well, that's a great idea, except for if <laughs> nobody sees it because you're just middle of nowhere. Well, then you got a whole bunch of free land to populate. <laughs> this is my land. I burned the forest down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as far as hunting goes, so mm-hmm. let's say on this island, there's fish, there are snakes, uh, but there, oh, look, there's a couple that might be venomous, but you're not going to see them too much. But there's a lot of non-venomous ones, uh, squirrels type things, or I don't know, marsupial type things. Uh, and marsupials. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What I'm trying to say like like a koala. No, like like a little weasel type thing. That's a weasel's a marsupial. Uh, marsupials have pouches, right? Yeah. Well, see, 
I'm trying to describe. I don't. I don't have a good. Oh, okay. I don't know a specific marsupial besides flying squirrel. Flying squirrel is a marsupial. Okay. And it's it's not technically like a a mammal. It's a mammal. It's it's not. It's from Australia. Okay. So just imagine like animals from Australia because uh, that's a great place to talk okay. about. So you have like those kind of little tiny animals. You maybe got a couple bigger ones there. Mm-hmm. So, what would be your first go-to as far as like say hunting, if you were to hunt? Um, probably the the fish right out the gate. Uh-huh. Uh, depending on that situation, if it's ocean fish, that's going to be significantly harder than if it's like a little pond or a river. Is, is that because they're further out from the water, or is it because they're harder to catch? Uh, further out from the water. So there's like it's a it's an area issue. Um, so if you, if it's a small pond or a river, you know, they only have X amount of room to move away from you. So you only need to hunt within that small, uh, area versus the ocean where literally it's as close to infinite as you can get in that situation. Hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, That actually reminds me of a, a fish trap I saw somewhere where they essentially take like a pond and have like a little pond and then they like build this like net and they kind of like just put it in there and they just start like moving the net towards one side of the pond and mm-hmm. to kind of trap all the fish in there and so th- that would be an instance of what you're talking about you can't really do that in the ocean as much i mean right to some degree i, I think they do that a little bit but that you- not really possible right hmm yeah and I think I might agree with you there. I think fish would probably be the easiest, not the easiest option, but you know, probably the most go-to option. But I've heard they can be hard to catch. Like, yeah. I mean, you get a pointy stick and you practice, but mm-hmm. the more hungry you are, the the closer, the more uh, aggressive you're going to get, and eventually you'll you'll get something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think you can also eat that raw a little easier than eating like. Uh, or raw or something you know like a pig you would want to you'd probably want to cook much more than you would like a, a fish you can eat sushi yeah or even a squirrel you could eat a raw squirrel can you and it'd be okay hmm. but you know the bigger bigger animals you kind of want to cook that shit yeah yeah I, I mean i've heard people just being able to eat fish just like you need to catch your fish you can just eat it that way you know without yeah. descaling and stuff like if you i mean yeah probably not great but it, it will work whereas you can't really do that with a lot of animals yeah i uh, mean you can especially if it's like how like depending how deserted this area is like uh-huh. you know the more the more secluded it is the better chance that this is going to have clean animals yeah but you know i still i still stand by i would rather eat a raw fish than a raw pig hmm What's the worry there, Zach? You said dirty animal. Is it like infection disease sort of thing or is it uh, some, something else? Yeah, I mean, like, you know how a raw chicken, you can get salmonella and, yeah. and all of that. You can get mad cow disease from cow. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like as the the proteins fold, there's a better chance and a more complex animal that it fucks up. The ah. prions like screw mm-hmm. up and can cause issue. Okay, okay. I didn't think of that because I, I thought there was something to do with I tried digestive system. Like I digestive system just didn't deal well with uh, uncle. That may be true as well. Hmm. Well, well I kind of like your idea there better because like 
you like people say you can't eat raw chicken and you can't eat like raw meat. Yeah. But it's just not good. And usually they bring up the disease. So I just didn't think I made that connection as well. But yeah, I mean the disease as well, <laughs> uh, yeah. like with, like with salmonella. Yeah. There, I know that there is an evolutionary theory out there, which is that our, like, like humans aren't as good with processing raw meat as other animals because we learn to use fire and fire can kind of sanitize the food essentially like you put it up to a certain heat all that f- germs and stuff die and a result of that is over time our digestive system became less and less adapted to killing those germs and kind of like processing them mm-hmm. and so our, our gut is kind of a lot weaker than a lot of animals with that said it needs a lot less like efficiency and you know like energy to kind of like supplement so there's an mm-hmm. advantage in that way but this advantage is that like take a crocodile or bear it can eat pretty much anything and it's not going to do much to it but you know we're a bit more sensitive in that way yeah or that giant fat raccoon outside my house mm-hmm. that thing eats everything <laughs> and it doesn't care mm-hmm. the other day i heard it outside when i was in bed and i got up out of bed and i opened the door and I look it straight in its fucking little eyes. Mm-hmm. And this thing's fat. Yeah. This yeah. thing's crazy fat. And I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of here. You're a raccoon. And it looked at me in the fucking face. And then it went right back to eating my garbage. And I'm like, what? What's your problem, dude? Get the fuck out of here. It totally called your bluff. It's just like It did. It did. The second I took a step towards it, it took off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll box you. Mm. You got little tiny hands. I'm going to win a boxing match. Mm. Mm. Raccoons are definitely crazy in that way. Little scavengers. And they got mm-hmm. such cute hands. They can just go... No, they use them to claw open the garbage bags. Oh. It's mm. nasty. Yeah. Yeah, so... You would create a shelter. I think shelter is yeah. very important. It kind of mm-hmm. depends a lot on the material there. Yeah. Uh, a big part of shelter, I think, is uh, fire. Uh, have yeah. you ever created fire, like, out in the wild? Um, no. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, with a lighter. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how easy do you think that is? Because... From my point of view, it seems like it's difficult to learn. But it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you like learn how to do it, it's it's relatively easy. Like I feel like I could figure it out, but it might take me five hours or so. How about yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like it might be difficult. Uh, but like if you know how to do it, then you could just do it. It's just a matter of persistence. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have the right tools for the job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I I almost always have a lighter with me anyway, so I, w- I don't think it would be far-fetched to assume I have a lighter in the situation. Mm-hmm. But then you need to be sparing about how many times you use it because you only got so much. Right, right. I think, I think the big thing with fires, and this is something I've learned and thought about, is that when you make a fire, you don't want to put that fire out. Ideally, like just have that fire available at all times. Mm-hmm. And if not the fire, then coals or embers, so, just something to keep it going because you don't want to have to cre- keep creating fires. 
so that would be one of my big goals is always keep the fire alive and try try to do some more stuff with it too it, it, you know mm -hmm. tr try to make that fire as useful as possible because mm -hmm. you can use it to sanitize stuff cook stuff obviously uh, use it as a little bit of a weapon you know you can use it to create torches you know so many different things you can do with it mm -hmm. uh and if you want to go like get crazy you could you know kind of use it to start making clay stuff little bowls or something eventually you know you, you can make a little, little makeshift kiln out of it not that i'd be good at that but mm. you know if i was there for long enough I, I might figure it out yeah so what would you do to keep the fire alive then because what if it rains uh so ideally you kind of get the shelter kind of built up around the fire which oh so the fire's inside yeah which you have to be kind of careful with of course uh what if the fire is the shelter uh Light the forest on fire. Light the forest on fire. Uh, yes. Just saying, this solves a lot of our problems. Because then your fire is not ever going to go out until everything is burnt to a crisp, including yourself. Yep. So then again, you can just go in the ocean and you're fine. Yeah. 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 And then you're left with a barren wasteland. Yeah. Great. Just, it'll be, I'll call it America 2. Ooh. I like it. I like it. The sequel, the sequel to America. Mm, mm. And so fire would be a big thing. Yep. And then what, what comes out with survival? Because there's, I guess there's kind of taking care of yourself. Like, And I suppose one way of taking care of yourself is uh, getting some sleep. So, hey, I'm going to stop editing this episode. Hey, I'm getting a little bit better here. But hey, next time on We Need to Talk, episode 27 of the show. Th that, that's not right. We Need to Talk.